Sunday Stories is a podcast presentation of Christ Episcopal Church North Hills in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Hello, welcome to Sunday Stories. My name is Deacon Lorena, and I love to share good stories with you. Do you like to climb? Maybe your parents told you that when you were a toddler, you liked to climb over the furniture or crawl up the stairs. When you got a little older, you probably loved to climb up the ladder on the top of the slide at the playground. Now, you probably climb all sorts of things. Ropes, nets, poles, fences, boulders, rocks, rock walls, trees, or even mountains. I wonder why people like to climb mountains. Once a famous explorer said that he climbs mountains for the sheer joy. Most people who climb mountains say that the experience changes them. Some people find it so beautiful at the top of a mountain that they say prayers. God seems very close when we are on top of a mountain, and there are many stories in the Bible of people climbing mountains so that they can meet God. For example, Moses goes up a mountain to speak with God, and many years later, the prophet Elijah climbs to the top of the same mountain, and God speaks to him, too. In today's Gospel, Jesus asks three of his disciples, Peter, James, and John, to go with him up a mountain to pray. Jesus often goes up a mountain to pray, so they weren't surprised when he invites them to go with him. It's quieter on the mountain than on the flat plain, where there are lots of people who are constantly looking for Jesus. Just before they reach the top of the mountain, they find a nice flat place to sit and pray to God. When suddenly, in the middle of their prayer, a most amazing thing happens. In today's Sunday story, there is an old wolf who lives alone. One day while weeding in his garden, he hears someone calling to him from high on the mountain. Curious, and hoping that whoever it is will have some food for him, the hungry old wolf begins the long, hard climb up the mountain. Finally, he finds a flat place to sit down, and as he rests his aching bones, he looks toward the edge of the meadow, and there he sees an incredible sight. Let's listen to today's Sunday story. Wolf, Wolf by John Rocco The hungry old wolf was too slow to snatch birds and too stiff to chase rabbits, so he tried growing food in a small garden. Bah! Weeds everywhere. There are so many I can't find the vegetables, the old wolf growled, rubbing his empty stomach. As he yanked dandelions from where his carrot should have been, his ears began to twitch. Wolf! Wolf! The old wolf fumbled with his hearing aid. Who's calling me? I don't remember having any friends on this mountain. In fact, the old wolf didn't have any friends on any mountain. Maybe they have some food to share, 
a mere morsel should do, he said. His bones creaked and his joints cracked as he slowly made his way toward the voice. After a tiring climb and two stubbed toes, the old wolf came to a clearing. What's this, a boy with goats? The old wolf drooled with excitement. Surely he can spare one for a hungry wolf? Before he could step into the meadow, a group of villagers came clambering up the hillside. The old wolf stayed hidden behind the bamboo as the villagers surrounded the boy. Where's the wolf? A villager cried out, waving a stick. Oh, did he take any goats? Another gasped. What wolf? The boy giggled. There's no wolf. We ran this hill for nothing? The eldest wheezed. Call us only if you see a wolf, scolded another. The old wolf wasn't fond of angry villagers, especially ones with sticks. So he limped down to a nearby stream. Kids, huh, always playing tricks on old folks and old wolves. He groaned as he soaked his tired feet. Before long, the boy's cry came again. Wolf! Wolf! The wolf is taking the goats! Another wolf is taking those tasty goats? The old wolf couldn't stand the thought and quickly hobbled back to the meadow. The villagers were already there, huffing and puffing from running up the hill. Where's the wolf? Are the goats okay? The villagers gasped. What, wolf? The boy laughed. From behind the tree, the old wolf watched the villagers stagger back down the hill. There's got to be a way to get one of those scrumptious goats from that trickster, he thought. Perhaps through a trick of my own. The old wolf sat down to work out a plan and was soon snoring away and dreaming of mooshu goat and double goat dumplings. Wolf! Wolf! the boy yelled out again. Ah! I can't even enjoy the goats in my dreams. That boy is worse than weeds, the old wolf growled. He stretched his aching legs and went to the meadow once more. Perfect! Not a villager in sight. The old wolf slowly crept out toward the boy. The goats swiftly scattered to the far edge of the meadow. Were you calling me over for lunch? The old wolf grinned. Wolf! Wolf! There is a wolf! The boy cried as he scrambled up a tree. Quit your yelling, said the wolf. Those villagers won't believe you anyway. But this time it's true. They have to believe me. You're a real wolf and you're going to take the goats. The old wolf knew his legs were too tired to chase down goats. He carefully lowered himself onto a nearby rock and gazed up at the boy. His lips curled into a smile. The villagers are 
only going to believe you if you really are missing a goat. I can help you with that, he grinned. Just one goat? The boy leaned forward on the branch. I'm a picky eater. That plump one looks about right. But you have to bring it to me, because if I go over there, I might change my mind and grab them all. Bring it to you? The boy asked. On the other side of the mountain, the old wolf said. You'll find a small garden. Just tie it to the fence post there. And he started home. The next morning, the old wolf was overjoyed to see the plump goat nibbling away in his garden. Good fortune at last, he said. Today I'll feast like an old wolf should. He rubbed his paws together. The wolf's mouth watered and his stomach grumbled as he crept up behind the goat. Suddenly, he noticed something remarkable. Everywhere he looked, there were ripe and juicy vegetables. Bok choy, beautiful eggplant, ready-to-pick carrots, and even his favorite, onions. The wolf couldn't believe his eyes. Then he saw the goat happily eating the last few weeds. She saw him, too, and froze in fear. You ate my weeds, the old wolf said. But why didn't you eat the vegetables? Sorry, I'm a picky eater, she said. Please don't eat me. The wolf looked at the plump goat, and then at all the juicy vegetables, and back at the goat again. Don't be sorry. You did my work for me. What's one breakfast compared to delicious vegetables for the rest of my days? The wolf smiled as he untied the goat. I could use a friend like you. Plus, double goat dumplings are overrated anyway. Well, I never expected the wolf to become friends with the goat, did you? The old wolf follows the boy's voice up the mountain. He expects to find food. He finds what he thinks is food, but as it turns out by the end of the story, he finds much more than that, doesn't he? The goat, whom he plans to have for breakfast, becomes his friend. In today's gospel, the disciples follow their friend Jesus up the mountain, expecting to quietly pray with him, but instead, Something quite unexpected happens. As they pray, Peter, James, and John become sleepy, and just as their eyes begin to close, suddenly there is a bright light. Jesus' face shines and his clothes become dazzling white. The light is coming from Jesus. Then, as if out of nowhere, Moses and Elijah are standing beside Jesus. Peter cannot believe his eyes. How can Moses and Elijah be here? Peter tells Jesus that they should stay on the mountain and build three tents, one for Moses, one for Elijah, and one for Jesus. But just then, a dark shadow of a cloud covers them, and they are afraid. A voice from the cloud says, 
This is my son, whom I have chosen. Listen to him. When the voice stops, the disciples look up to see Jesus all alone. Peter, James, and John do not say a word and quietly walk back down the mountain with Jesus. They don't tell anyone what happened that day, but they know in their hearts that they are forever changed by it. Today's Sunday stories help me to understand that as we experience life, unexpected things will happen that have the power to change our way of being. The unexpected gift of the goat changes the wolf in today's Sunday story. The wolf is no longer hungry and alone. Because he sees the goat in a different way, not only does the wolf now have plenty of food, but he also has a good friend. In today's Gospel from St. Luke, the disciples receive an unexpected gift too. And even though they may not fully understand what they have just received, or what it means exactly, or just how it will change them, they do understand that when they are with Jesus, they are close to God. Climbing a mountain is fun and challenging, and many people will continue to do it for all sorts of reasons. But one thing is for sure. If we want to be close to God, we do not need to climb a mountain because God has come down from the mountain to be with us. Today's gospel story teaches us that while we may climb a mountain like the disciples, expecting to find God, God has already found us and speaks to us in the holy scriptures of the Bible is present with us in the bread and wine of the Eucharist, and abides with us in our hearts. So, as we experience unexpected things in our lives, let us pray that whatever they are, the experience of them will draw us ever closer to God, through Christ Jesus, to a new way of being. Let us pray. Holy God, thank you for sending your Son to be with us, to teach us and lead us by word and example how to live. Fill us with the Holy Spirit so that we may better listen and follow your Son, Jesus. We pray that when unexpected things happen to us, we will come to understand how you are working to bring us ever closer to you into a radiant new life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Sunday Stories is a podcast presentation of Christ Episcopal Church North Hills in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania.